0: Verse 25 of this chapter. Matthew's writing and he says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. The virgin shall be with child and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Well, if you have not yet noticed, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. When we hear that, what are the thoughts that come to our minds other than that melody sung by Bing Crosby back in 1952? We think of greens being hung. We think of Candles, we think of candy canes, we think of uh, perhaps red and green, perhaps a big old guy dressed in a big old fluffy red and white suit. We think of a number of images, we think even of a number of smells, but it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, it's not talking about the smells, it's talking about the sights that our eyes see. What does it even mean that it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? What do we envision? Bing Crosby said that it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Took a look at the five and ten, glistening once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Here's the tough part. A pair of hop boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. There's a tree in the Grand Hotel. One in the park as well. The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon... The bells will start, and the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart. I hate to break it to you, but this ain't Christmas. (laughs) Not to be the one that spoils all the fun, but Christmas has not yet begun. Christmas actually starts December the 25th. This is not the Christmas season. Regardless of what all the catalogs tell you, regardless of what all the signs telling you, buy more, pay less, get it now, put it on credit. Despite all that, this isn't Christmas. This is Advent. It's beginning to look a lot like Advent. Yet, Advent does itself have a very distinctive look about it. We see purple. and Candles. Yes, the greenery is hung. But this is Advent. This is a season where we express to one another that God has come. And that he's coming again. You know, there's always a bit of preparation that one tends to go through when expecting a child. We read last week in Luke's account of the gospel of the angel Gabriel going to Mary. And telling her what is to come. And here we read of an angel, perhaps the same angel, going to Joseph. And we read that Joseph had been betrothed to Mary. They were engaged. In, in a good Jewish culture, that's as good as being married. You're already under covenant. Joseph, being a good and righteous Jew, would have been preparing a home for his soon-to-be wife. He would be going through all sorts of manual preparation as he's preparing to provide for a family, as he's preparing to Provide a home, an income. Mary, within her own heart and within her own body, to be sure, was going through all sorts of preparations. And there are visual effects of the preparation that's going on. Joseph
1: is probably Mary,
0: with her, within <clears throat> within her womb, has conceived a child of the Holy Spirit. And must break the news to her husband. We read here in Matthew's account that
1: Joseph didn't want to make. And so he
0: figured out a plan, okay, while she is now pregnant, and this is not his child, and natural things just don't explain that. um, What's he to do? And his decision is to provide cover for her.
1: Provide a quiet escape. all would allow him to do
0: for justice. And the angel goes to Joseph in the dream and tells him, don't do it. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. What is happening is of the Holy Spirit.
1: A lot of Preparation that Mary was going through and a lot of preparation. Which is an impossibility. If you can get your mind around what's going
0: on when God's doing it, God's not doing it. We can't get our minds around what God is doing. After all, while it's not beginning yet to look a lot like Christmas, Christmas is a celebration of the fact that God has done something we can't get our minds around.
1: The world had been prepared. The world had waited in silence before the announcement of that angel Gabriel
0: to Mary. And the birth of this baby, whom Matthew says Joseph was to name and did name Jesus, Yahweh saves, for he would save his people. The birth of this baby has shaken the very foundations of the world. This world will never be the same again,
1: for he is Emmanuel. for His return. But think of that
0: word, that name, and the phrase that it means. Emmanuel. God with us. God in our midst. That ought to be a sobering thought. I don't know if... um,
1: if it strikes,
0: it's majorly heavy, um, and, and I'm I'm taken aback by the significance of God becoming a man and being born as a baby. I make it a habit of making a habit of staying up late far too often,
1: but um, I do it. But every year, when when you know I'm
0: got the turkey out smoking and I'm checking on it every thirty minutes or so, when I notice that the clock is nearing midnight, normally I've got. Um, uh, I've got some some music playing in the background, um, and every year when it turns midnight, I always have this
1: sense of 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 awe, but also a sense of Emmanuel. God
0: with us. When God shows up, the last thing we should think is flippancy. The first thing we should think is fear. I'm not talking about dread. I'm not
1: talking about terror. Now we can parse
0: theologically well, this is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the Father did not become a man, the Spirit did not become a man. We can do all that. But Jesus is indeed 100% God. He is 100% man. And so what we're talking about
1: is God
0: And that ought to wake us up.
1: Advent. We prepare ourselves for the Christmas celebration, but a season in which we also
0: recognize that He who was born into our world will return to our world. And so we, rep- we prepare as the church for His coming again.
2: will come again to put the world
0: at rights he will come again to fully inaugurate what he began at Christmas 2000 years ago and so how do we prepare historically the church has recognized really a couple of ways in which we prepare this Advent season we prepare firstly through
1: confession and repentance And as good Methodists, we might not like to hear that because we. But the church has recognized
0: for 2,000 years that though he is able to do that, sometimes we search ourselves and still find that there's sin to be confessed and there's sin from which we must repent. Our need is to be confessed. God need it. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot provide for ourselves. We cannot protect ourselves. We are his sheep. His people. And as a church, we are called in the advent season to confess our deep need of him. That only he can redeem us. Only he meets our needs. Only He offers us complete protection. And so our prayers ought to be littered with confessing our dependence upon Him.
1: And yes, connect. out for us a
0: multitude of different types of sin there are those of commission those things that we do that we know we should not do and perhaps as good Methodists these are the least that we confess because these are hopefully the least that we commit but there are sins also of omission things we ought to do That we don't do.
1: Things we times we knew we blew it. There are times where we, quite frankly, miss the mark
0: and sometimes when we do so very poorly. And we must plead for the grace of God to redeem even those failures that we didn't intend. In saying that the scriptures call us to confess our sins, I'm not just saying that it calls us to confess our sins where we've in cold blood murdered or where we've Intentionally tried to ruin someone. Where we've, with a fist raised toward heaven, rebelled against God. But there are times where we've sought our own way. Secretly. Quietly. Without anyone knowing. While we don't, God forbid, while we don't sin ever, Inevitably, in word, thought, and deed, there are sometimes words, thoughts, and deeds that we find where we've missed it. And the Scriptures call us to repent, to confess, because God is coming again to receive us. In just a few short days, we will be celebrating the fact that God became one of us to redeem us. And so we prepare. We prepare in confession and repentance. And we prepare, secondly, in love and charity. Love and charity. God has called us to be people who are like Him, people who love, people who are charitable people who give of ourselves for the sake of others our hearts he wants to make like hearts that are driven for others
1: and our actions our behaviors our interactions our reactions the of love he wants to make like his he wants It's easy to speak of loving the whole world.
0: It's hard to speak of loving a child so much you're willing to buy them Christmas.
2: We'll meet them.
0: And many of you have said, I will buy those gifts. I will spend that money for that child I've never met. That child that lives down in the South Atlanta That child that perhaps is asking for far more than you would think a uh, child who's asking ought to be asking for. But I will do it because Christ's love compels me. Just to repeat the commercial from David and Lindsay earlier. There are three gifts yet to be purchased. If you'd like to purchase those. See, uh, see Lindsay at the information table in the uh, foyer after the service. Or after the meeting, after the service. Don't skip the meeting. Emmanuel. God with us. And remember that Emmanuel, God with us, Rings an echo of what Jesus told his disciples in the parable of the sheep and the goats. What you have done to the least of these, my brothers, you have done unto me. In every person you encounter, every person you encounter, your spouse, your boss, sometimes your spouse, your your Grubby child, someone else's grubby child. The man on the street or the snarky woman behind the cash register. In every single person we meet, we have the opportunity and the burden of meeting Emmanuel, God in our midst. Jesus said, You treat them as you treat me. How you treat them is how you are treating me. As the prophet... said long ago, even hundreds of years before that first Christmas. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Let's pray. Fathers, we